Good afternoon. It's a great privilege to be speaking at a youth-centric forum. I thank the IPS for this invitation. At the age of 35, having spent the last 10 years of my youth as a partisan activist for the Workers' Party, it has certainly shaped the way on how I view life and my understanding of what youth want. However, it will not be fair to say that my understanding of what youth want is the political representation of the views of our youth. As such, I will try my best to share my views on what youth want via the citations of some article readings, observations, and personal thoughts. This will still be my subjective perspectives. My speech will be organized into three parts. The first part cover youth want to be happier and want to ascribe meaning to their life in what they do. The second part talks about youth want to be respected. And finally, I touch on youth want to be heard. For the first part, I refer to the news article, Singapore Workers, World's Unhappiest, published in the Straits Times recently. A poll of 4,000 employees at attitudes in 14 countries across industries has ranked Singapore last in workplace happiness. Not surprisingly, this correlates to loyalty to employers, where Singapore is also ranked at the bottom. In the same report, the MD for the company behind the poll attributes Singapore's poor showing due to the lack of transparency and consistency in workplaces here and the absence of stimulating jobs. It was also reported that sales assistant Jenny Slim, who is 26 this year, job hopped five times before landing her current job. She said, it is very common for young adults to try out different things for novelty's sake. A lot of my friends do it. In another news article, Shopping does not buy happiness, but a concert may, also published in the Straits Times. It reported that going to a concert or having a massage at a spa are seen as experiences that have a greater social value than the acquisition of material possessions. Regular job hopping and finding happiness in experiences suggest that our youth want to be happy. They derive their happiness through finding meaning in the things they do. The polls also seem to suggest that there is this certain restlessness in many young Singaporeans. I suggest that this term, anomi, coined by the time, well describes this restlessness. I believe our youth are searching for a place in society where their aspirations can be fulfilled. While this search is not something we can easily pinpoint, because everybody's journey will be different and unique, it is still a crucial process for youth to put their hearts and minds to pursue it. For the second part on youth want to be respected, I refer to the news article, KPMG gives Gen Y staffer a playground. Some KPMG staff are here today. This playground is no less than 5,000 square feet clubhouse that boasts of a self-serve cafe and a bar where KPMG staff can get meals and drinks throughout the day. Mr. Tan Sei Choi, MD for KPMG Singapore, explained in the news article that today young people expect work to be fun, even when it is serious professional work. He added, from a multitasking perspective, they are also catching up with people between spurts of concentration on their work. I tend to agree with the perspective of Mr. Tan. I believe youth today want to be respected for their professionalism. At the same time, they want to have fun at work. Engaging our youth today will perhaps mean that employers should trust that MSNing or Facebooking by employees during office hours is okay because youth are responsible employees who 
are able to deliver what they are expected to do. Of course, respect and trust must be two ways and must be earned. For the final part, on youth not to be hurt, I will touch upon the social media phenomenon. Many youth are owners of smartphones, which allow instantaneous access to Facebook and many other social media platforms. Without any restrictions to the content they post online, this naturally becomes their platform to express their thoughts freely. Quite often, we see messengers, photos or even videos becoming viral on the net. The other phenomenon I noticed, <coughs> despite the lack of official regulation on the net, there exists a certain social self-policing, policing. Often, we see virtual identities dropping by online pages, leaving abusive or even offensive remarks. The term for these unknown virtual identities is known as trolls. We see netizens organizing themselves to educate these trolls. This reflects that our youth, while they do not want to be heard and to express their views freely, they understand that the freedom of speech must come with certain decorum. I believe this illustrates certain levels of responsibility and maturity in our youth. To conclude, I believe, I mean, I have spoken on some key points on what I believe what youth want, to be heard, to be respected, and to find meaning in their lives, in the things they do. Today, youths have a different set of social needs, lifestyle, and society expectations. Unlike our parental generation, that they have to strive for economic returns to make ends meet, our youth are not in the basic needs hierarchy, but they are seeking for self-actualization. I believe this could be one of the reasons explaining the huge turnouts at Workers' Party election rallies. For decades, our parents' generation have been muted. They endure in silence because they focus on working hard to bring bread to the table. Today, our youth want to be heard. They rally around causes they believe in, be it pro-opposition or pro-PAP. Youth want to collectively make a difference in the society they live in. This is an important ethic of our generation, and I believe our generation can collectively make a positive difference to our society and nation building. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Young.